1: Did you know that Black and White Sports is the largest independently owned conservative sports brand in the world? We have over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 39 million views. Our episodes get more views than most ESPN programming every single day. And now we have exploded on podcast. We brought our episodes to podcast for you to enjoy at work, school, in the car, on the beach. Wherever you choose to consume our audio, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and
0: Breaker. Subscribe now. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible, and I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low-carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto-friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi Coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever, and folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi Coffee Delivered to you today. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who observe and have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today.
2: You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Road for our black and white
1: sports. Oh, goodness. Regardless of the controversy that's going on in the NFL at any given moment, I don't care what it's about. I don't care. I don't care what it's about. In this case, they come out there. They found emails from John Gruden from four to ten years ago, and they tried to cancel him. They did cancel him. They called him a racist. The alphabet mob raided him. And with any controversy in the NFL, you are going to bet money and win money if you put money on the fact that somebody is going to bring up the fact that it is time for Colin Kaepernick to return to the NFL. The very guy who destroyed the NFL ratings, fractured the country... I've said for a long time, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, one of the reasons why Trump was so popular is directly because of Colin Kaepernick. People were tired of people like Kaepernick disrespecting this country, kneeling for the national anthem. People are tired of that, okay? We love our country. All right? We're tired of seeing anti-American sentiment out there. Well, insert the crazies. By the crazies, I mean all these women on The View. That's right. You know that TV show during the day where goofy-ass Whoopi Goldberg and Joey Behar, a couple of space cadets, get up there, and they virtue signal for an hour straight. That's right. And they call every white person on this face of the planet a racist, and now they are saying Colin Kaepernick is the palate cleanser. The palate cleanser, really? The palate cleanser? The NFL needs from the John Gruden scandal. I'm not sure if I know anybody that thinks John Gruden should have really lost his job over some words. Do you know anybody? Do we? We've seen all these people. We've seen Randy Moss go on and and cry like a little um, feminine idiot, like somebody literally walked him in to where they cut off uh, the Bulls' balls and just whacked his off for the sake of social justice and ESPN's virtue signaling. They literally castrated Randy Moss. They put him up there, turned him into a woman, and now Colin Kaepernick is going to save the NFL Wow, John Gruden has already been kicked out of the NFL for his racist, sexist, and homophobic emails. But legitimate questions remain about whether the hateful language spiderwebs throughout the league and its executives. Okay, well, let me put it to you like this. I was watching pro football talk this morning. Chris Sims was on there. Now, I'm going to tell you, Chris Sims is tight with Gruden. He loves John Gruden. I mean, he you can tell this whole thing is really kind of jacking with him because he's been known to have a little wokeness to him, all right? Well, he said, I can tell you at least when he was in the league, almost everybody thought the way John Gruden did. And he said, I'll tell you right now, there's still a hell of a lot of people that think that way, okay? And that's there's speculation maybe that's why the NFL had this as a warning shot across the bow. Go woke or you're out. Go woke or you're out. And they used John Gruden as a sacrificial lamb. Okay? Wow. Tuesday morning, the View suggested the NFL should bring back another person they previously kicked out to fix the league's toxic perception. Wow. Quote, if they really want to clean up their act, They should hire Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) Uh, Can he take time away from his failed documentary to come back to the NFL? Asking for a friend. Joey Bayhart said, Why is he out of a job while all of this is going on? Because he wasn't any good playing NFL quarterback? Quote, because he stood up to racism, Sonny Hostin answered. He stood up for everything that I think they wanted to keep hidden. Because he stood up to the very culture that still exists today. Wow. Okay. In 2016, Kaepernick became the first high-profile athlete to take a knee during the National Anthem and as a way of protesting social injustices. Following the 2016 season, Kaepernick never received a serious contract offer from an NFL franchise, despite proving himself to be more more than a capable quarterback. That is a false statement. Despite proving himself to be more than a capable quarterback, look when you're a, when you're a 28 to 32 quarterback in the league, and you have all of this baggage and media attention you're bringing a team, nobody's going to pay you to come play. They're going to be like, really? I'll go sign Ryan Fitzpatrick for the 12th time. He brings no baggage and plays quarterback better than I do. Okay, yeah. Quote, wouldn't that be a good way to clean the pallet? Behar, whatever her name, Behar, lunatic, asked. Gruden's offensive comments were stumbled on during a review of more than 650,000 emails to investigate the alleged toxic work environment created by the Washington football team. The disgraced head coach is not a scapegoat, but might be emblematic of a larger culture problem within the NFL. Signing Kaepernick would just mask the lead's need to move on from the, quote, good old boy network. You know, when they say good old boy, they mean we want to get rid of all the white people. Oh, did I say that out loud on camera? I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I hear that, and that's that's kind of what I hear. We just want to get rid of all the white people. You know what I find odd about all this? The NFL has a racism problem? They've got black coaches, right? Mike Tomlin? Tony Dungy won a Super Bowl, right? Uh, They've got black assistant coaches, right? Black scouts, right? Isn't 70% of the players in the league black? Well, hell, shouldn't they all be kicked out because they're black? That That's what racism would be. Hmm. I don't know. You, you ever wonder if these people ever really have seen true racism? You know what true racism would be? Somebody's driving down the road. Black person has had a wreck. Car flipped over. Car is catching fire. Somebody walks up on them, white person. And they're like, oh, you're black. I'm going to let you burn. And they turn around and walk off. That's true racism. Do you know what I've never heard of? That happening okay that ever happening ever I, I, I find this it's gotten to the point where if this wasn't real it would be comical it's like an SNL skit all of it all this wokeness is like an SNL stick uh, SNL skit it's poisonous it's it's ridiculous. These people are talking about football players an NFL quarterback. That wasn't any good. And they wonder why he's not in the league. He wasn't any good. And you know what? Why come back and play football when I can make $20 million, Virtue signaling and run a social justice. Uh, running a social justice scam on everybody. Why come back? I can get $20 million for that. Yeah. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. The View.
2: Crazier than ever. Peace. I'm out. Until next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Road for Black and White
1: Sports. Well... Kyrie Irving, as we know, has essentially been banished from the Brooklyn Nets. Why? Because Kyrie has chosen to not take the jab, which will not comply with local jab mandates as set forth by the lunatics up in New York City, in New Jersey. And of course, they have these same rules back in San Francisco around where Golden State plays, probably other areas of the country as well. Those are just the three areas that I've heard the most about. Now, Kyrie Irving, a great piece came out from The Athletic. Two great pieces from The Athletic in two days. What the hell is happening here? Uh, So anyway, they came out with a, a piece on Kyrie. And from multiple sources around Kyrie, he has said, I am taking a stance against people that are losing their job He's taking a stance he wants to be, quote-unquote, a voice of the voiceless on behalf of people losing their jobs due to jab mandates. As we know, a lot of companies out there are mandating that people are required to get the vaccine. This is a man that, i got to be honest, is willing to give up $16 million. Okay, he was willing to not play at home at all this year. Uh, They did make it where he could come practice. But the Nets said, don't bother. Don't bother to come practice, all right? Well, as you can imagine, now, mind you, keep in mind, Kyrie was one of the centerpiece figures in all of the NBA's social justice nonsense last year. The kneeling, the, the Black Lives Matter, Jacob Blake's boycott, Kyrie was a central figure in that. So he has checked all of the woke boxes, all of the left-leaning boxes that you could check. And it seems that doesn't matter if you will not take Biden's jab, right? That is the thing. Uh, So let's get to this because now he's under attack by who, who else? CNN, Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo have now attacked Kyrie Irving. For his stance. And in standard social justice procedure, social justice warrior procedure, they've got to make this ugly and they got to make this vindictive. Okay? So, CNN host Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo launched on an extended rant Tuesday targeting NBA star Kyrie Irving over not getting vaccinated against the Wuhan virus. During the handoff between their respective programs, the liberal host agreed that although Irving had a personal choice on deciding whether or not to take the jab, he would still have to, quote, suffer the consequences of not doing what was good for the, quote, collective goal of his team. Irving, whose refusal to reveal his jab status, made national headlines. Can you imagine this? His refusal to let you and me know what kind of medical decisions he's making has made national headlines. What the hell kind of country are we living in right now? What is going on when something that is so blatantly none of anybody's business and in the past would have been ridiculed is now considered a negative by the press? God almighty. Was banned this week by the Brooklyn Nets from participating in any team activities, including practices and games, until he is fully jabbed. Okay, quote, Everyone has a choice. If he doesn't want to do it, fine. Then he doesn't have to. But one must then suffer the consequences of not doing it, Lemon said. Quote, I think in the largest scope of all of this, it is all about America, Right. There's nothing about this country you care about, Don Lemon. Shut up. Humanity. Oh, here we go. We're all one team. Humanity. We're supposed to be looking out for each other as a team. And as a team, you don't just look out for what is just good for you. Yeah, he's looking out for the people that are being bent over by their local governments right now. Quote, you have to look at what's good for the whole, which is a team, which is America which is humanity, which is Kyrie Irving's team, Lemon added. Quote, he can't say this is my personal thing and still be a part of that team because that's not what is good for the collective goal of the team. Huh, I always get nervous when I hear collective goal in conjunction with people on the other side right now. God, it just reminds me of socialism. Uh, Cuomo expressed his agreement with Lemon, but also his disapproval of the reports that Irving was choosing not to take the vaccine as a protest over workers losing their job, not complying with workplace jab mandates. Both hosts agreed that if Irving was not anti-jab, even if he chose not to take the vaccine, he should still advocate for others to take it as well. So they're saying, okay, if you don't want to take it, fine, but you should push it on other people, Kyrie. Wow. That's a crazy way of thinking to me. You have the right to do something. Doesn't mean it's right the way you're doing it. And that has just been lost in this perverse sense of prerogative that, hey, I have free the freedom, and you have the freedom to walk into traffic. You know we won't suggest you do it, Cuomo added. We have to have the moral rectitude in our leaders, that we demand ourselves as Christians in our community. Are you really bringing up religion, Chris Cuomo, right now? Really? Wow. God, if there was any one network could have gotten any further away from Christianity, it's CNN. So, not doing, going to do something science tells you to do. Keep yourself and others in the community out of some perverse sense of freedom just because you don't have to. Chris, here's the whole point. You don't have the freedom not to, then so, then don't do it. But then you cannot expect to do what everybody else does. You have the freedom, and that's what they're telling him. You've got the freedom. We won't cancel you or fire you, but you're going to be benched, Lemon chimed in. Both hosts agreed that it's, quote, hypocritical for people standing up for Irving not to have stood up in the same way for Colin Kaepernick when he chose to protest racial injustice at the NFL by kneeling for games. I don't know what one has to do with the other whatsoever. What you lunatics are talking about, I have no idea. How, what, what, what the hell does Colin Kaepernick have to do with Kyrie Irving right now and this jab mandate? So they're saying, okay, Kyrie, even if you decide to not get the jab, we feel you should go out and push it on everybody else. Kyrie has come out and said through The Athletic, I'm I'm protesting, essentially. I'm not going to get it because I don't agree with people losing their livelihoods. And what kills me is all the people that's lost their livelihoods that have worked in the medical field, saving lives over the last 18 months. That baffles me. This has been the people we have relied on, and people are pushing them out the door. It's unbelievable. I admire Kyrie for what he's doing here. The fact that he's willing to walk away from this much money. Now, Kyrie, if you really want to get in my good standing, you will let Nike go, and you will also include the human rights issues over in China right now as part of your voice for the voiceless. Do you hear me? Okay, because... That's an issue right now. You're still under Nike contract. Okay, so if you're trying to be the voice of the voiceless, in my opinion, you need to include them in there or you are somewhat hypocritical. All right, that's just the thing. Yes, I think what Kyrie is doing is awesome. I think that it's awesome that he's using his personal choices and his personal freedoms to make these decisions when it comes to the jab. I think it's great that he's saying, hey, I'm doing this on behalf of people losing their jobs that don't have a voice. That's also great. But look, take it a step further. Maybe you can be the guy to break the narrative in the NBA, drop Nike, drop Nike, start speaking out against the indiscretions over in China, and then your circle is complete in in trying to get to the the voice for the voiceless, okay? Okay because right now you're still profiting off that as well because that's one of your endorsement deals. I've got to call that out. Look, I know a lot of people are celebrating Kyrie right now and these two idiots on CNN are absolutely part of the problem with our society that we've got right now. It's one of our problems in the media. We can't trust jerk offs like this. But we also have to we also have to call it fair. All right? So, while I don't think they should be attacking him, I just don't think it's any of their business. I don't. I mean, to go virtue signal and then somehow pull Colin Kaepernick into it? What? Okay. Those two guys are complete idiots. No wonder their ratings are trash. CNN's ratings are trash. Those two guys' shows, their TV ratings are garbage. But, Kyrie, your your work's not done. It's not.
0: All right, black and white sports fans. Let's talk about this John Gruden thing once again, because a lot of things that I was suspecting about the NFL's involvement with John Gruden resigning, it seems to be coming true. I have speculated folks that the NFL wanted John Gruden gone. Rhodes has said the same thing. There's other people that feel the same way, but anyway, John Gruden did resign. Now, There's been no indication per se that he was actually pressured to resign, but we know that he did resign. But I have speculated, folks, that the NFL was pressuring Mark Davis to make John Groom resign or fire him. I have no doubt about that, folks. I'm going to stick to that. okay? And now we have not heard from Mark Davis until now. Mark Davis has now commented on John Gruden resigning, folks. And to me, it sounds like Mark Davis is kind of throwing the NFL under the bus for John Gruden resigning. I don't believe for one second that Mark Davis wanted John Gruden gone. I believe that he is uh, pretty close with John Gruden. John Gruden is, is a Raider. And I believe that if Mark Davis had his way, John Gruden would be the Raiders head coach. Right now, preparing for their next game. But let's go over here. Mark Davis on John Gruden asked the NFL, they have all the answers. That was pretty much it. That was all Mark Davis really had to say when asked about John Gruden. It says here, Raiders owner Mark Davis doesn't seem to be very happy about the events that resulted in the resignation of coach John Gruden via Paul Gutierrez of ESPN.com. Davis was asked about Gruden's departure on Wednesday. He said this quote, I have no comment. Close quote, Davis said. And then he had a comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. And right here on Pro Football Talk, they're pretty much echoing what I had to say about this when it comes to Why is John Gruden not the coach today? They say here that's a clear indication of frustration over the perception or reality that the NFL pressured Davis to fire Gruden or Gruden to quit under threat of termination. I've been very clear on that. And pro football talk feels the same way. Indeed, after Davis received some of the emails, he didn't fire Gruden or pressure him to resign. Yeah, because you remember, guys, John Gruden coach this past weekend for the Raiders after all of this came out. And then what Monday he's gone. He resigned. Very, very interesting right there, you know, because if Mark Davis actually wanted John Gruden gone, he would have been fired before they actually played their game, folks. No doubt about it. It was only after someone leaked some of the emails to the media on Monday following an initial leak on Friday, that the situation became undetainable. It's fair to wonder whether Davis would have kept Gruden if the emails hadn't been leaked. I believe that he would, given the loyalty Davis has shown to Gruden, even when Gruden was 19 and 29 through the first three full seasons and wasn't remotely close to the whole seat. That's not a stretch. Davis wants to win, and he surely believes Gruden helps the team more than Rich Bas- Baseria or any other interim options. Now Davis seems to be myth at the NFL for selectively utilizing otherwise confidential materials from the Washington football team investigation to force group. Now it's pretty clear guys that Martin Davis is not happy with the NFL whatsoever. The NFL really has dropped the ball on this. This had all to do with the Washington football team. And yet, Nothing has happened to Dan Snyder. Really, nothing has happened to anybody in the Washington football team's organization. But John Gruden has to fall on the sword. And I'm pretty sure Mark Davis is not happy about that. And I'm pretty sure also that other owners in the NFL are probably not happy either because I'm pretty sure that there's other people out there in the media and across the NFL that are in these 650,000 emails. Right now, Adam Schefter of ESPN is coming under fire because he has some emails in the whole Washington uh, football team thing. Basically, you know, sending the uh, president of the then Washington Redskins, sending him a draft of what he's actually going to put out, calling him Mr. Editor. Yeah, he's on the fire for that, too. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Mark Davis, not Happy with the NFL. Pretty clear that everything that is transcribed with John Gruden resigning, that was all the NFL's call and definitely not his call at all, because he said, I have no comment. But then ask the NFL. They have all the answers, because I believe the NFL pressured John Gruden to resign or get fired. You out of there. No other way to put it. Anyway, guys, let us you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time.
2: Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Roderance for
1: Black and White Sports. Well, we found out last night that cancel culture took yet another step against Coach John Gruden over some emails from 10 years ago, and then a few from 3 or 4 or 5 years ago. 2018, I think there was some time. And, of course... Twitter, social media, the NFL did what they do, and John Gruden has been canceled. And we know that has taken more progressive steps as it's gone on. We found out last night the Tampa Bay Bucks, well, they're removing John Gruden from the Ring of Honor. And what that's done now to the Tampa Bay Bucks is it raises a hell of a lot of questions, and it raises a hell of a lot of questions about some different entities around the league that the NFL seems to be just fine with, that owners seems to be just fine with. And look, I'm going to show you one right here uh, because it's not, it's not the main course of the video, but I mean, we can just look at this real fast. This is uh this is the Buffalo Bills uh, wall of fame. Now I don't know if anybody noticed what that name is, but it's OJ Simpson. O.J. Simpson is still in the Buffalo Bills Wall of Fame right now. But John Gruden is being removed over some words, okay, not actions. And I think that's maybe the most dangerous part of this outside of the fact that they went back to dig up something. It's the fact that in so many of these cases, I'm going to point out, we're talking about actual actions, actual bad things that happen to people. But yet, the NFL ignores that with its hypocrisy. They're worried about John Gruden's words. I said it yesterday. It's just like Dave Chappelle said. Uh, You can say a lot, but if you bring in the alphabet mob, you're toast. You're toast. Uh, The double standard there is downright scary. So, let's, let's come out. Let's look at this real fast. Let's do a quick recap of what... The Bucks said, this is from The Athletic. Surprisingly, The Athletic has, is calling out The Bucks here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advocated for purpose change, a purposeful change in the areas of race relations, gender equality, diversity, and inclusion for many years. The team said in a statement, while we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore he will no longer continue to be a member of the Buck's Ring of Honor. Okay, well, this is where the bucks have created a slippery slope for themselves. But in taking that stand, it's showing no tolerance for Gruden's words. And I can tell you I was looking at Adam Schefter's Facebook when he dropped this dropped this story last night that they were removing John Gruden. And one of the things, the first thing that was brought up was Richard Sherman because you just, you just signed Richard Sherman. Okay. Uh, but in taking a stand and showing no tolerance for Gruden's words, again, we're talking about words here, uh, not actual actions, words, the Bucks have opened themselves up to criticism as a team that has looked the other way in signing players accused of and even charged with committing off- field actions that certainly go against those same core values this team whose second championship was won this past season with the help of second chances this is a team that brought in antonio brown who faced criminal and civil actions resulting in an eight-game suspension and saw him catch a touchdown in the super bowl this is a team that just gave a second chance to Richard Sherman when he was when he was facing four misdemeanor charges, including criminal trespass with a domestic violence designation. That's the big one. The NFL just seems to love domestic violence and mal- and malicious mischief from an arrest just this past July. Okay, this is a franchise that used the number one overall draft pick on Jameis Winston with all he was accused of in college, only to see him accused again and suspended four games in 2018. And here is the one that is literally trending on Twitter right now. This is a team that never stopped celebrating Warren Sapp in the same ring of honor when he was arrested on multiple embarrassing charges and fired from his job as an NFL analyst. How do you reconcile all that? How do you not see a level of hypocrisy? It starts with holding a coach to a higher standard of accountability than even the best of your players. That's Gruden's. That Gruden's words carry more weight than players' actions. Is part of where we are in today's culture. His emails, while never intended to be public, cross multiple lines that are unexemplable for the Bucks team that takes great pride in leading the charge on those same issues. And here's the other thing. His emails were private. Okay? And the fact is, if you peeled back a curtain on everybody, everybody, walking the face of the planet right now, as in, that are adults, if you pulled back the curtain on the NFL locker room right now, there would be no league. None. If his discussion behind the scenes with Bruce Allen... While he was with ESPN, not, in, not the NFL, but while he was with ESPN, can be used against him. If you peel back the curtain of locker room talk, what is going on in locker rooms for years, out on the field, listening to people talk, there would not be an NFL right now because you would not have anybody on the field to play. They would all, by the NFL's current standards on John Gruden, be kicked out of the league. Let's be real. The league would fold. There wouldn't be anybody to play. You'd be calling up XFL players, trying to get them in, and then they would get exposed for whatever they've said in private, and they would be gone, and the league would fold. Well, at this this case, a lot of people are just saying, screw it, fold the league. Who cares? Fold the league. Because people are sick of this level of hypocrisy out of corporate America and out of entities like the NFL, let's just be honest, okay? Uh, so, look, O.J. Simpson, where is where are they banging the drum to get him out of the Wall of Fame for the Buffalo Bills? Warren Sapp, look, there were rumors out there that he stomped a girl's head against the curb, but that some bitch is still in the Ring of Honor for the Bucks, really? Wow. I mean, come on. And it seems if you're an NFL player and you like to beat on women, write it out. You ain't got no problems. But damn, you insult the alphabet community, they're going to throw you the deuce right quick. Dave Chappelle is 100% right. 100% right. Don't go against them L's and them B's and them Q's and them T's and them G's because they will come get you. It's ridiculous. I mean, this is... I cannot believe this has reached this level where John Gruden has now lost his job. Stupid. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Oh, and to the, all the, all the wokey wokes on Twitter that got a problem with the fact that people are bringing up Warren Sapp and Richard Sherman and Antonio Brown. Why? It's valid. It's valid to bring up that kind of hypocrisy. And everybody should... Everybody should be upset by that. The fact that you're not, you know, that, that, that shows something about your character,
2: too. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The No Holds Barred Truth on Sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodríce for Black and White Sports. Wow, we're getting a
1: little glimpse of some more fallout involving these Bruce Allen emails. The Washington football team, of course, there the whole shooting match is under investigation. And emails, of course, were leaked, and we saw John Gruden have to resign. After he made some comments from years and years ago about the Alphabet Mafia, about black people, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, he got canceled because we found out that uh, it seems in the NFL, words carry more weight than actions, okay? As we know, the whole league is filled with a bunch of damn felons and criminals. Well, now, it seems that, look, a very high-profile personality at ESPN, some of his tactics involving his story writing has officially been exposed, and to what extent he's allowing people in the NFL to actually dictate his stories. It's This is crazy. This is trending worldwide right now on Twitter. It's nuts. And it's Adam Schefter. Yeah, Schefter. Bruce Allen emails include Adam Schefter seeking feedback on unpublished story. It's not just feedback, folks. This is nuts. The NFL, and this is from Florio, The NFL may never fully disclose all of the 650,000 emails generated by Washington football team investigation. Parentheses, it should. He's right. Florio's right. Other information from those materials, nevertheless, may come to light. Some already have come to light, even though it went unnoticed. Okay, via Sam Farmer and Nathan Finio of the LA Times, a June court filing in fight between Washington owner Daniel Snyder and former team president Bruce Allen over whether Snyder would be permitted to secure discovery materials from Allen in the ongoing quest to prove a defamation case Filed by Snyder in India over an article falsely linking him to Jeffrey Epstein. Yikes. It includes some of Allen's emails. Most notably, some are John Gruden's emails to Allen, the leaking of which caused Gruden to resign as the coach of the Raiders. Were included in the filing, with some, but not total, redaction of Gruden's identity. Well, check this out, folks. Another aspect of the emails produced in Arizona, in an Arizona dispute between Snyder and Allen, has created a stir. In July 2011, Allen and ESPN's Adam Schefter corresponded regarding a story related to the efforts to conclude the lockout. Now, this is what's crazy: Schefter actually sent Allen the full draft of a story that Schefter planned to publish for Allen's review and approval. Okay? Please quote, quote, please let me know if anything that should be added, tweaked, or changed, Schefter wrote. Thanks, Mr. Editor, for that and the trust. It even tells him, I plan to file this to ESPN about 6 a.m., Via Farmer and Finio, ESPN released the following statement in response to that message. Quote, without sharing all the specifics of the reporter's process for a story from 10 years ago, during the NFL lockout, we believe that nothing is more important to Adam and ESPN than providing fans the most accurate, fair, and complete story. The email became relevant to the dispute between Allen and Snyder because Allen had insisted in a sworn statement he maintained a low profile with respect to the media <laughs> and that he, quote, never served as an anonymous source for any news or media reports. It's fascinating glimpse into the sausage-making process as it relates to the NFL news. The email also provides a glimpse into how chummy these relationships can be, which is very normal in all forms of media when reporters and sources develop relationships. Frankly, this is unexpected sliver to the Allen emails, makes it all the more important to have all of the Allen WFT emails released so that Gruden's comments can be fairly and properly compared to others made, whether employed by teams, media, or whoever. Only then can we get a broader picture of the dynamics. Well, I don't know necessarily. I said the emails ought to all come out, but if they're going to cancel everybody, hell no. Um, man, that's that, the the things they're doing to use things against people that that are very old is uh is the part of this that bothers me the most. It's this going back in history and. I mean, nobody is the same person they were 10 years ago. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Uh, So uh, this is nuts, man. So this tells you right here, and look, I think Schefter, it's very well known that Schefter had a relationship with the ownership in Denver and everybody involved in Denver uh, because he once worked up there. Now we're finding out he he had a relationship with Bruce Allen, my gut feeling is Adam Schefter and a lot of these reporters, whether it's Rappaport, Garfolo, uh, all these guys, Albert Breer, they all have these relationships with these sources, right, inside NFL teams. But what's so surprising is he's asking it, him, do you want me to change part of these stories? Do you want me to tweak it? Calls him Mr. Editor. That is just wild that he would call uh, an NFL team president the editor to one of his stories that's going to come out on ESPN. That's crazy. Now, other people are saying, well, doesn't this create a conflict of interest? Well, maybe it does, but the fact is, this is how a lot of stories, well, to be honest with you, Back when journalism was real journalism, before it all became political, there was a lot of this behind-the-scenes stuff in order to get a story out that was right. Okay? And uh, usually it was an anonymous source, and we're finding out an anonymous source in this case is Bruce Allen. Okay? It's one of God-no-telling how many anonymous sources Adam Schefter's got. But asking him if he... He wants to actually tweak the story. Change my story for me. I find that part surprising. Not, hey, is this accurate? You know, or is this what you heard? Or blah, 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 so I can add whatever. No? Would you like just full control over the story? Because that's what it feels like Adam Schefter did here. (laughs) Was he gave full control over a story to Bruce Allen, which... The other thing is, shows you that there is agendas everywhere. Was he doing this on behalf of Alan? I'm doing him a solid. I'm in the media. It raises so many questions. It's crazy. And the thing about it is, these emails... I guess this is just starting. I guess it is. This is nuts. This is about to be one of the biggest... uh, Possibly league altering things that's ever happened. And there's speculation that the league may have leaked the Gruden stuff in an effort you're not going to believe this to douche out sort of what they consider to be the cavemen of the NFL people that aren't, they feel aren't diverse enough, inclusive enough, open minded enough. You get my drift? Yikes. It's just crazy. Never mind people's religious beliefs. I mean, you know. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Adam Schefter.
2: Schefter. ESPN. (laughs) Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. tuning into black and white sports on youtube the no holds barred truth on sports the main event starts now
0: black and white sports fans let's talk about the john gruden situation once again this thing is not going away and based on what we're going to be talking about in this video guys john gruden may just be the tip of the iceberg you have to remember guys that John Gruden was not the focus of the NFL investigation. Actually, this has all to do with the Washington football team and workplace harassment. John Gruden at the time wasn't even an an employee of the NFL or an NFL team dating back to 2011. Now, John Gruden just finished his fourth season with the Raiders as a head coach. He resigned. I believe he was forcibly Resigning because he was going to get fired based off the emails that were released to the Las Vegas Raiders. Mark Davis, I believe, was truly going to fire him. And I do believe that the NFL wanted him fired. But however, they didn't really have the power to do that. But now, guys, the focus is going to be turning away from John Gruden now to the other six hundred and fifty thousand emails. Yes, it was that many emails in the investigation of the Washington football team now. And now, guys, the NFLPA to petition NFL to release all emails from Washington football team investigation. And you know what the NFL said, guys? Nope, we're not going to release it. Wow. I believe that the NFL... Wants to hide some things. I truly do believe that, folks. Maybe they thought by releasing the John Gruden emails, you know, he could be the fall guy for all of this. But like I said before, John Gruden had nothing to do with the Washington football team. Nothing. He wasn't employed by them. He wasn't employed by the NFL. So let's read this, guys. The NFL's Players Association said Tuesday that it plans to request that the NFL release The remainder of the 650,000 emails reviewed as part of the investigation into workplace misconduct with the Washington football team. Kind of funny, guys. 650,000 emails and we only find out about five of them or so. And that has to do with John Gruden and not actually about the Washington football team. Let's keep reading here. This gets more juicy. Leaked emails from that investigation showed that John Gruden Use racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay language, led to the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders coach coach's resignation Monday night. Quote, we have had communications with the league, and the NFLPA plans to request that the NFL release the rest of the emails. NFLPA executive director DeMora Smith said, uh, told USA Today Sports in a phone interview. NFLPA spokesperson George Atala confirmed to ESPN's Dan Granziano that the union planned to request the emails. An NFL spokesperson told USA Today that it has no plans to release those emails for confidentiality reasons. Now, funny that they mentioned that, but the emails from John Gruden, were they Confidential. No, I mean, these were personal emails that he was sending. Not only business, but the NFL released those. Funny how the NFL doesn't want to release the rest of these emails. But it gets more juicy, guys. Attorneys representing 40 former employees of the Washington football team also urged the NFL to release the emails. Now, the 40 40 former employees, this has to do directly with with workplace misconduct. They say this quote, it is truly outrageous that after the NFL's 10 month long investigation involving hundreds of witnesses and 650,000 documents related to the longtime culture of harassment and abuse at the Washington football team, the only person to be held accountable and lose their job is the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Lawyers Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz said in a statement, if the NFL felt it appropriate to release these offensive emails from John Gruden, which it obtained during its investigation into the Washington football team, it must also release the findings related to the actual target of that investigation. Our clients and the public at large deserve transparency and accountability. If not, the NFL and Commissioner Roger Goodell must explain Why they appear intent on protecting the Washington football team and owner Dan Snyder at all costs. Now, guys, they bring up a very good point here. 650,000 emails and only the John Gruden emails get released. No relationship whatsoever to the Washington football team. And they accuse the NFL here of trying to protect Dan Snyder. Got to remember, Dan Snyder owns the Washington football team but he is not involved in the day-to-day operations of this team because of the workplace misconduct. And guys, the NFL refuses to release those emails because I truly do believe out of these 650,000 emails, that has to be a bunch of damning evidence and a lot of other stuff having to do with probably multiple owners, you know, because remember, remember, Personal emails were in this. Guys, we always email or text each other, you know, stuff that we probably would not talk about. To people that we don't know, we all say things to our best friends that we would never say to other people. Every single one of us actually do that. And I do believe that there is some communication that the NFL wants to hide. They probably are really trying to protect Dan Snyder. But we got the email from John Gruden to one of his friends that actually happened to work for the Washington football team. And John Gruden was slamming everybody, NFL owners, uh, Roger Goodell himself, D. Smith. He is the only person that has fallen on the sword and he had nothing to do really with this investigation. He was not the target. It says here the NFL completed its investigation into Washington's workplace culture in July, finding the franchise $10 million. In addition, Tonya Snyder, who was named the team's co-CEO in June, took over the day to day duties of the franchise after her husband, Dan. All senior executives, including the Snyders, were ordered to take part in workplace conduct training. What did the NFL find About the Washington football team. We want to know that. We want to know that. This is much bigger than John Gruden. Much, much bigger guys. Six hundred and fifty thousand emails. And he's the only one that goes down. Dan Snyder, Nothing happens to him. Dan Snyder is the owner. Of the now Washington football team. But they were the Redskins when all this misplaced misconduct was actually happening. An NFL spokesperson told ESPN's John Kim that the league won't reopen the investigation into the Washington football team based on these recently leaked emails. They considered the Gruden emails beyond the scope of the investigation. The spokesperson said the NFL did not release the emails pertaining to Gruden. So the NFL didn't do it. I find that very, very hard to believe, folks. I really do find that. Very, very hard to believe. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of the NFLPA wanting the NFL to release all 650,000 emails? The NFL has refused, but some kind of way they let the Gruden emails get out there, even though they're saying, oh, it wasn't us. Not buying that whatsoever, guys. This is much bigger. That could be other heads that could actually roll. Other owners, you know. Uh, Could be in the midst for things that they actually said or the NFL executives, you know, and they even said here all the senior executives of the Washington football team had to attend some kind of training. Something happened, folks, and they're not telling us that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? The NFL, it could become even darker than what it already is. John Gruden there's much more to this. There's much, much more to this and the NFLPA and the attorneys representing 40 former employees of the Washington football team. They all want answers. Anyway, guys, let us you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports and we'll catch you next time.
2: Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on
0: YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, one of the greatest honors you can have as a player, Or as a coach is when you actually get inducted into some type of a ring of honor with a franchise or school, something like that. My college has a ring of honor. Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. The Dallas Cowboys have one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers also have a ring of honor. And guys, so this brings us to John Gruden. You guys got to remember, John Gruden actually won. Tampa Bay's first Super Bowl in 2002. That was a great defense with Warren Sapp. John Gruden was the head coach of that team. And I know that some people are going to say that uh, he won with uh, Tony Dungy's uh, players. Okay, but still, John Gruden won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he was inducted into the Ring of Honor. Ring of honor. And now, guys, that is all over. I was actually uh, putting up another video. And I was reading the comments. And a subscriber to the channel said, are you going to cover this? And I was like, did this really happen? Apparently it has now. Folks, check this out. Buccaneers removing John Gruden from team's ring of honor. I didn't see this coming. Actually, I didn't even know he was in the Buccaneers Ring of Honor, but he is. At least he was. Not anymore now. It says here on NFL.com, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers announced Tuesday they are removing John Gruden from the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. A day after Gruden resigned as Las Vegas Raiders head coach following the release of offensive emails. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are canceling John Gruden. Quote, "The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advocated for purposeful change in the areas of race relations, gender equality, diversity and inclusion for many years." The team said in a statement, "While we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore, he will no longer continue" to be a member of the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. The book is closed on John Gruden in Tampa Bay. So pretty much he will never be invited to Tampa Bay again to celebrate, I'm assuming, the uh, 20th anniversary of the 2002 uh, Buccaneers Championship. No, I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay will have some celebration of that At a football game next season. But John Gruden won't be a part of that. John Gruden is having his name scraped away by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I do not like this, folks. Now, there's been many, many NFL players and coaches that have done bad things. They have. Now, if you look at the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills still have OJ Simpson's number retired. And if you go to their stadium, his name is still on there, I believe. If I'm wrong, let me know. But even the Buffalo Bills didn't do that to O.J. Simpson. And we know what many people believe that O.J. Simpson did. It says in the wake of articles in The Wall Street Journal and New York Times on Friday and Monday, respectively, that detailed Grutin's use of racist, homophobic and misogynist, misogynist terms in emails. Reportedly dating back to 2010, Gruden resigned Monday as Raiders head coach. Gruden was in his second stint as Raiders head coach. In between those two stints, he also coached the Buccaneers from 2002 to 2008, accumulating a 57 and 55 record that included piloting the franchise to a Super Bowl uh, victory. Gruden was a 2017 Buccaneers Ring of Honor inductee. And just like that, They Thanos snapped him out of the ring of honor. I don't like it, guys. He is a part of the history of the Buccaneers. No matter what, you guys inducted him into that ring of honor. Now, of course, the Buccaneers can do what they want to do. I get that. But man, this is a super duper fall from grace for John Gruden. I don't know how he's going to get a job again. I don't. Skip Baylor said today on Undisputed that he believed that, that John Gruden would be on TV pretty soon. Shannon Sharp, he, he said he doesn't see how that's possible. Me neither. I don't see how that's possible unless John Gruden does something, you know, small-time college football where he's kind of out of the public eye of the masses, I should say. I don't see I don't see how he's going to make a comeback. I mean, if John Gruden makes a successful comeback when he's getting canceled everywhere. It'll be probably the greatest combat story in sports history, because in this era of cancel culture. I don't see how he can come back. The Raiders wash their hands of him. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are washing their hands of him. He has no job. He has nothing, nothing wow guys but that's just my thoughts on this what do you guys think of this black and white sports fans what's next for John Gruden the two franchises that he most identified with the Raiders and the Buccaneers they wiped their hands of him the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are removing him from their ring of honor they're saying he has no honor I guess I shouldn't be too surprised but I just